Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Rise Podcast. I'm your host, Josh, and today we will be covering purpose. So I hope everybody enjoyed uh, the end of 2022. You were able to spend it with your family or friends, and I'm actually excited for this year, and you guys should be too, because instead of New Year's resolutions or you know thinking that you should be somewhere at a certain point in your life based on your age or whatever the case, it's a new year to kind of reset. You know, even though you shouldn't always do that in January 1st, you can do that in the middle or you could do that at any time of the year. So the point is to just kind of reset and work hard towards your goals and also towards your growth so you can be a better human being for yourself and to others. But yeah, I really want to get into the subject and purpose. It can be a lot of things. There's there's different callings and different purposes that, that God has for everyone. But let's cover a few of these aspects and a few of these subcategories of purpose. And then um, I really hope this does point someone in the right direction for their benefit. So everything and everyone that exists has a purpose, no matter who you are. Like the sun also, that has a purpose, how it gives us light for the day. And although it can be harmful to our skin, like getting a sunburn, it is far enough so we don't get burned to death or turn to ash. And it's close enough to where it can give us benefits like warmth when it's cold or vitamin D and light um, so we're not in complete darkness. When you look around, whether it may be man-made things or nature, they all have a specific design and carry a purpose in our world. The same goes for people. We all carry similarities, but also have many differences that make us unique in our own way. No matter who you are or where you come from, you are important. You're special and you have great purpose even if it doesn't feel or seem like you do. So we were intentionally chosen to live, to enjoy, to prosper, and to multiply on earth. To learn who God is, receive him into our hearts by our own free will, to live according to his will so we can see life through his eyes and little by little become the person he created us to be before sin came into the picture, of course, which reflects who he is. Love, kind, courageous, merciful, gracious, holy, beautiful, patient, worthy, slow to anger, promising, trustworthy, and the list goes on. So God intended us to live abundantly on earth. And when our body passes away, to live as our perfect God-made self in heaven for all eternity with him and for him. As long as we believe in him and accept Jesus into our heart as our Lord and Savior, we will live for eternity in him, with him, and for him, which is so amazing that it literally cannot be imagined or explained. Love God with all your heart. Love one another as you do yourself, and God will lead the way and take you purpose to purpose glory to glory. A lot of the teachings of this world is based on how you feel. And if that's how you feel, then do do you, you know, follow your feelings. If you feel happy, your priority is your happiness. Your priority is your feelings. Go with it. That is not the best advice because one day you might feel like not going to the gym, for example, or one day you might not want to do something, especially go, like going to work. But if you rely on your feelings, then n- nothing will get done. You'll just stay in the same hole and you're not going to move forward, really. 
that's why it's important to hold on and to also research subjects like purpose, subjects and, and ask questions like, why am I here? What am I here to do? Am I here to just, you know, indulge in what everything the world has to offer, fill my belly with food and go and entertain myself at the movies and entertain myself in front of a TV screen and, and just live this routine of a life without meaning and, and purpose? I'm not saying you can enjoy things. That's why God, you know, put certain interests into our heart, into our identity. So we can also be human, which is to enjoy life, to enjoy everything that God has created and everything that God has created through people, which are inventions, awesome inventions. I'm a big like gamer and I love movies and I'm very into uh, certain things in, in that aspect. But that's all cool. That's all fine to enjoy these things. But we also have to keep in mind that although we're enjoying these things of the world and we're eating here and going, watching this here and spending your time here and there on the weekend, what are you doing to benefit your life, to benefit others around you? So we can all be taken glory to glory and purpose to purpose instead of just staying in the same circle and doing your same hobbies and habits and, and all that and not getting anywhere, not growing or not living your life with a certain purpose or goal or impact. So I feel like we should ask these questions, especially directly to God. Ask him, why are we here? What should I do for you today, God? What gifts can I use to bless others around me at work, at the grocery store, at the gas station, at church too, in a small group or wherever you go? How can I impact someone's life? How can I use my God-given gifts to benefit your kingdom, God? That's a valid, those are valid questions. And I think those are questions that everyone should be asking. So we can not only enjoy the things of the world, which is cool, you know, enjoy, like I said, your hobbies or, you know, doing productive things or whatever the case, but there has to be something more than just the stuff, doing the stuff around us, enjoying the stuff around us. What about the meaning of continuing to fight or continuing to live on, to, to continuing to go to a job and waking up every morning not, not liking your job. You're just like, what's the point of this? I don't feel satisfied. I don't feel fulfilled. There's got to be more than this. There's got to be more meaning to my life than just going to work, paying bills, and enjoying my favorite Netflix shows and just binge watching. And, and, and then I just do it again and again. You make money during the week and then on the weekend you spend it and you just can repeat, repeat, repeat. There's got to be more to life than just that. And that's why it's important to evaluate. Why am I here? What am I doing? What does the end look like? What, what does uh, the next year or two years look like? Am I going to keep living my life just focusing on bills and little stuff and doing stuff and getting stuff done? And that's, that, that, that's all fine, you know, to, to have goals and to enjoy things like your hobbies and stuff. Of course, something that doesn't, you know, affect or hurt you. But there's got to be more. There should be more than just the stuff. So I encourage you guys to, to ask yourself, what can I do? What can I use or how can I be used by God to bless somebody, to grow with someone or to uplift someone that is that has been bullied or is having a bad day or believe something about themselves. And then God all of a sudden drops some knowledge on you and downloads information into you and says, hey, uh, Josh. Go and talk to that guy right there that's pumping gas. He just lost his dad and now he's hopeless. Go and tell him that I'm with him and everything's going to be okay. 
he can use you to, you know, relay a message. And something as simple as that can save someone's life, like prevent someone from killing themselves, which we see a lot today, which is, has become too common. And young people killing themselves, even pastors with a family and kids killing themselves. So we can be used for so much that we don't even realize, like giving someone encouragement or reminding someone that they're not alone. God can download this to us if we just make ourselves available and ask him, Father, you know what, can you use me for something today? Something that has meaning, something that has purpose. I don't know what I'm doing here. I know life is more than just working out, going to the gym, going on the treadmill, going to work, coming home, cooking for my family, eating food, and then digest, watch my Netflix, and then go to bed and then repeat. There's got to be more. There's got to be more than just that. When you look around you, like the example I gave about the sun and how it doesn't burn us to death, it's just far enough so we don't become ash. These are questions that we should all ask. Why? We just kind of accept things as they are and just, oh, that's just how the world is. So we just popped up and came from mommy and daddy and we're just living life and, and going with the flow, following the flock, you know, following the trend, what's trending, what's popular. This is what everybody else has done for all these years and all these decades and centuries. I guess it's my turn. Go to school, get a degree, find a trade, work, retire, die. But there's so much more in between that, that we can be used for something beautiful, something so powerful. If we make ourselves available, then we can move mountains because of God's spirit, because of God's strength, because of God's tools that he gives us. So if you find yourself going about life, not really feeling satisfied or you feel unfulfilled and you're just like, man, all it is the same crap, different day, same thing. I got bills to pay. I don't got enough money to pay the bills. What if you were able to give back and to give something that God wants you to give? And the only, only thing you have to do is believe and make yourself available for God to move in you and through you. Because the more we do for God, the more he exalts us, the more he rises us up. So I found myself um, realizing that, man, what else can I do to not focus so much on my life and my needs and start focusing on what God wants for a change, what God wants to do today, how God wants me to live my day and live my week. And asking these questions and just submitting and making ourselves available to whatever his will is that day or that week. So you're not without purpose. If you've been in the same job for years and years and you just find yourself living a Groundhog Day life on repeat, doing the same thing over and over again, hey, that's going to drive everybody crazy doing the same thing and feeling like you don't have any purpose, any meaning to life. But you do. The same way the sun gives us light every day and rises like clockwork every day. When you think about these things and be like, huh, that's a little too perfect. The sun rises and the sun sets. Something and someone placed that there with a purpose, created that with intention and used it for our benefit. Yeah, if you get too much of sun, it'll burn you, it'll hurt you. But these things that God set in place, like the rivers that run and the oceans that are so vast, he placed these things for a purpose, for a reason. And even if it seems insignificant or it seems like, oh, that's, hey, everything is just, this is just the world and everything is in its place. No, somebody placed that there. The same way we, we create things like something as simple as a chair or a table or even creating an entire computer from scratch. And the end result's beautiful. The end result has purpose. Even if it's a small purpose, it has purpose. Imagine us 
We are so interesting as human beings, so intelligent. And the way that we think and make decisions and have free will and have feelings and emotions and goals and dreams and hopes, that is, makes you wonder, where did we come from? Who created us to rise and set like the sun does? Who created us? Why are we here? Those are valid questions that we should all ask. What am I to do? What, wh how should I live my life? Instead of just living for myself and, oh, wh what would I like? Or how do I want to live? Why don't we ask, how, what do you want, God? Can you share, like, you, we should ask God, how do you see life? I, I want to see life through your eyes. So instead of just doing stuff and enjoying the stuff that we usually are used to, what else can we do to, bet, to have a more fulfilling and enlightening life. So I want to get into some verses that point to purpose, that emphasize on purpose. The first one's going to be 1 Peter 2, 9. And it says, But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his possession, God's possession, so that you may proclaim the praises of the one who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. So we have been called. It says right there in that verse, we have been called to come into his marvelous light and instead out of the darkness, which is the world. When, um, when Satan fell and he betrayed God in heaven and he wanted to be him and he got a congregation with him and came against God and there was war in heaven. All those angels that betrayed God and followed Lucifer, they all fell. God gave Lucifer the earth to dwell in. Now, it doesn't mean that he's in control. It just means that that is where he placed him for the time being until Jesus' second coming. But that is why the world is not our, our birthplace. It's not our home. It's not our permanent residence. We have been given life on earth, and that's a blessing. But earth is not our master. Our birthplace, our origin is from heaven, is from God. He gave us the earth to enjoy, to prosper, and to multiply on the earth, to enjoy life through his eyes. And even though there's sin, even though there's problems on the earth, even though there's issues and obstacles, which are for our benefit, because that's when we can rely on God to get through those things, to overcome, to give him the glory. And I believe that's why there are obstacles and problems and sin was allowed into our hearts so that he can reveal himself to us and give us a purpose for living, not just scrambling around, enjoying your, your habits and your hobbies and your and just to fulfilling your goals. And yeah, you do great things and you might end up opening a great big business, but what else is there? Because we can't take the business with us and the successes that we did with us when we die, it'll stay here. And same with our bodies. We rise up and we're gonna, from the dust and we're gonna go right back to the dust. So that's why we, we should ask ourselves, what else is there? What else is there to life than just the stuff? But what can I do to benefit myself but for your kingdom, for your glory, God, because he is the one that gives you your purpose, your meaning to keep fighting, to keep hoping, because the, the end result is eternity in heaven with him. So that's incredible. You can't even imagine it. If you got a million or a billion people together to try to imagine what heaven will be like, it wouldn't be enough. It would be so overwhelming that your human bodies would not survive if you really knew where you were going for eternity and how amazing his kingdom and presence is on full blast. So that is something to fight for. That's something to be like, my, my life has a meaning. My life has a purpose. That's why I'm going to keep fighting. 
I'm going to keep hoping for God to lead me somewhere better, somewhere where, where not only I benefit, but the others around me benefit. And before I leave this earth, I leave it pleasing him, not myself. So I want to get to another verse. It's also in 1 Peter chapter 2. It's verse 11. It says, Dear friends, I urge you as strangers and temporary residents, which is on earth, we're only renting it out, but we don't belong to the earth. We were just given the earth to multiply, to enjoy God's creation and to do his will. But we're not going to be here forever. So that's what it's saying. It says, Dear friends, I urge you as strangers and temporary residents to abstain from fleshly desires that war against you, meaning the things of, of the earth, to resist it. Don't become a slave to it, but instead know who you are and test the things of the earth so you don't fall into something that is not of God and not good. Another verse is uh, Jeremiah chapter 29, verse 11. It says, For I know the plans I have for you, and this is the Lord's declaration, plans for your welfare, not disaster, to give you a future and a hope. You will call to me and come and pray to me, and I will listen to you. You will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. So he promises us, if you search for me, if you call out to my name, I will respond. I will meet you in the middle. Seek me and you'll find me. Seek me and ask me, what am I doing here on earth? What's the point of all this? And I will answer. I will come to your door and I will reveal to you what your purpose is on this earth. What am I supposed to do? And we're not always supposed to know all the time what to do each and every day. It's okay to not be productive all the time or, or staying on your goals like clockwork. Sometimes we're just going to want to rest, take the time, take some rest, take, take a breather from life, a break. That's fine. But he is the one that will lead you to a purpose much further than you can ever imagine. So another one is Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5. I chose you, this is God speaking, I chose you before I formed you in your mother's womb. I set you apart before you were born. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. So God has given us not only one calling, but multiple, and only he can reveal it. I'm not here to give you all the answers. I'm not. I'm here to point you in the right direction so God can lead you, so God can reveal your purpose and give you more meaning to your life instead of just the stuff. But that's really powerful to me. He's basically saying, I knew you before anyone else did. I knew you before you were even born, before you were even formed in the womb. I already called you your name. I knew your name before your mom and dad did. I chose you. I called you specifically. That's powerful. That's, that's comfort to anyone that feels like they, they're insignificant in the world or they don't fit in or they don't have a reason to being here on earth. Everybody else, look at everybody else on social media making millions of dollars on YouTube or blah, blah, blah. Or, oh, they, they, they must have value because they're, they're so successful or they're so rich. Or No, no, no. That's their life. You have a specific life that God handpicked out for you. And just because your next door neighbor or your brother or your sister are doing so much better in a certain area that you would like, that's not your life. That's not your lane. Focus on who you are. That's who they are. Good for them. Applause them. Be proud of them and move forward. That's not your life. God has a specific plan for you, and there, it won't be perfect in butterflies and rainbows. You're going to suffer. But through the suffering, he's good, and he's faithful, and he's always there. Another verse I wanted to emphasize on is, um, is 1 John chapter 2, verse 15-17. through 17. It's titled, A Warning About the World. 
Do not love the world or the things that belong to the world. If anyone loves the world, love for the Father is not in him. For everything that belongs to the world, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eyes, and the pride in one's lifestyle, is not from the Father, but is from the world. And the world with its lust is passing away, but the one who does God's will will remain forever. They will live forever, meaning that's what it's saying. So when it says, and the world with its lust is passing away, the things of the world is temporary, it will return to the dust as it came. But God's kingdom, God's promises, God's love for you and purpose for you will never fade, will never pass away, because it is not of the world. It is of the spiritual realm, a realm that we can't see right now. So that's, that's a really good one. That's a really good um, verse to hold on to and to meditate on. Don't love the things of the world because their will is not from God. There's a lot of good things in the world, and don't get me wrong, but that's from God. But there's also perversion. There's also things that are a counterfeit of God's um, identity and love. So we need to test these things, question these things. Don't just accept it and be like, oh, everybody else is doing it. I guess it's okay now. No, 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 no. Test it. Ask, is this right? Is this okay? Would God approve of this? Would this please God? Is this the way that God designed um, man and woman or the earth or the world? Like ask questions so you don't just fall into traps and fall into things that are not good and not good for you. So another one, it's going to be 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 9. It says, He has saved us and called us with a holy calling, not according to our works, which is saying not according to what we do, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given to us in Christ Jesus before time began. This has now been made evident through the appearing of our Savior, Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and has brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, which is through the coming of Jesus Christ, the birth, life, death, and resurrection of Christ. He has given us a new covenant, new life, new purpose. So we won't perish, but we will live eternally with him and through him. So these are verses that are really helpful to hold on to, to remember, to not forget. Even when life gets hard and, and hopeless and, and discouraging, hold on to these promises and truths. And remember that these hardships are not forever. They will, they, they, they will pass and you will get through them. Another two I want to emphasize is the first one is in Colossians 1 verse 16. It says, for everything was created by him in heaven and on earth, the visible and the invisible, whether thrones or dominions or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him, which is for God. He is before all things and by him, all things hold together. So when you feel like your life is crumbling, your life is not balanced or it's out of whack, he holds everything together stronger than anything else. He keeps your life together, and he is in control. And then the last verse that I wanted to outline for you guys is in Ecclesiastes 3, verse 1. It says, There is an occasion for everything, and a time for every activity under heaven. So that's basically saying there's a time, there is a time for everything. So even though you feel like, oh, this, that's perfect timing. I just lost somebody I care about. I just lost my job. Why did this happen? Oh, it couldn't have been perfect timing. This is the worst. There is a time to give birth. There's a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to uproot, a time to kill, and a time to heal, a 
a time to tear down and a time to build, a time to weep and a time to laugh, a time to mourn and a time to dance, a time to throw stones and a time to gather stones, a time to embrace and a time to avoid embracing, a time to search and a time to count as lost. So there is a time for everything, whether it's prospering, whether it's living victoriously and glory to glory, and there's also times to suffer and to hold on to God because he stays good even in that suffering. He doesn't change. He's always faithful. So I want to close with that, and I just want to remind everyone that your life is not insignificant. You have a meaning. You have a purpose here. Even if you've been doing the same thing for years, now is the time to ask questions, to evaluate what's going on around your life or who you are or what your values are so you can put it to use. Don't do what the world wants you to do but do what God has called you to do. Do what you like. It's okay to invest in things that you like. You know, I was hearing that actually from Gary Vee. He's an influencer and an entrepreneur. You could see him all over social media. But he said something really powerful. He said, you know, people are scared to be themselves. They're scared of rejection. They're scared to invest in things that they like. And investing in these, these things that you like can result to income, to full-time income. We live in a different world a world of entrepreneurs and working from home. And I'm all for it. That's my goal. But remember that it's okay to be yourself. If you like talking about certain things, if you want to start a podcast or start a YouTube channel or start something or move into a certain direction based on your likes and your passions, as long as it doesn't dishonor God, of course. But if you want to do those things, then do it. Invest in yourself. What kind of things do you like? What are you into? What makes you excited when you're about to, say, watch your favorite movie or go to your favorite store or whatever, or whatever the case, invest in that so you can, because we all have something to offer for the world, for, for your benefit, for everyone else's benefit, and to glorify God. So keep that in mind. And yeah, I just want to close with that. If this helped, if this encouraged you, then I am excited to continue this, to continue sharing different topics so I can bless someone and remind you that you're not alone and you have a purpose and it's beyond your understanding and you we can't really grasp it only god can reveal it to you and he's everything you'll ever need so remember that you have a reason to be here it's not too far gone and you have so much to offer and don't do what the world wants you to do but do it what you have in your heart not your feelings your heart and follow god's lead and he'll take care of the rest i'm really glad you guys took the time to uh, listen in i'm just unfolding and sharing everything that's in my heart and I, I really hope that it blesses you and if you haven't already go ahead and follow me on instagram it's rise underscore podcast 1111 and also keep following my spotify and i'm gonna make sure i'm available in other platforms as well to make this podcast available to more people but god bless you guys stay strong and know that you're not a slave you're not weak but you're strong because god made you strong don't believe everything of the, that, that the world and people tell you. Because what's true and what's eternal is God's truth. So God bless you guys. Stay strong. And until next time.